Hey everyone, welcome back into the Direct Selling Accelerator podcast. My name is Sam and I am so excited to be joined today by these two awesome individuals, Darren and Mike. Welcome on in, guys. Thanks, Sam. Thank you. (laughs) I'm really excited for this conversation and I know we're going to have a lot of fun today. But uh, by super quick introduction, I'm actually going to let you guys tell our audience a little bit about you. But I came across you actually as uh, some pretty spectacular online marketers in the direct selling industry. And uh, I know you guys have, like, I I knew that you were doing an amazing job before I met you. But once I actually heard a little bit of your story, I was, you know, my jaw hit the floor uh, when you mentioned some of the things that you guys are going to get up to or have been getting up to. I know our audience are going to be super excited to hear about this too but you want to tell them a little bit about Darren and Mike who are you where are you because you're definitely not in Australia and uh, and what do you guys get up to okay uh do you want to go first or should I you go first okay uh, <laughs> always the challenge of having two people right, totally we can talk um, well we are in Canada uh, we are not in America um so for those of you trying to guess the accent um <laughs> we are over on the west coast over in Vancouver right now um Darren and I have been together for 10 years. Uh, Darren comes from a really strong background in online marketing from before I met him. I was in corporate sales and marketing for a long time and then eventually into uh, business coaching after that. We, um, we just decided to merge our worlds together one day and to get into the space of working online together and showing other people how they could do the same thing. And it's just kind of brought us here 10 years later. Yeah, I think you just everything. hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> how I look, I, I, I mean, we're going to really dive deep into this because you guys. So, how long have you been uh, in direct selling together for the two of you? Uh, about seven years. Yes, yeah. seven years, yeah, and. You you currently, uh, you've sort of created yourself this little, uh, I guess, micro business in a sense. It's kind of a macro business, but you've created this business where you've pulled together all the things that you love um, and you are quite unique in the way that you operate what you do. But you guys were successful very quickly. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, yeah, we were, yeah it was pretty. We grew fast. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I think it was just a combination of both of our experience together yeah. and, and a little bit of luck. Yeah. A little bit of luck. <laughs> yeah. Don't say that. We can't replicate luck. <laughs> but we can replicate the experience side of things. Um, yeah. Look, how did you find yourselves back together in the direct selling industry? I, I've, you know, your story, I read a little bit of that. Um, and you sort of had a bit of a moment where, you know, you were sort of just made that decision that this was the right space for you. What did that look like and, and why direct selling specifically versus, you know, starting a bricks and mortar business or a, a different type of online business? Well, as Mike mentioned, I was already working online and somebody I knew was doing this and um, making a lot of money. And so, you know, he presented the opportunity to me and I was like, yeah, what's well, not to love? And um, neither of us really had any exposure to direct selling, to no. be honest, at that point. We were very green in this yeah. industry. Yeah. And we were kind of um, a victim of recruit and run. We totally were. Saying, <laughs> was, you know, the last we heard of him, we kind of got introduced and then we were left to kind of do everything on our own. <laughs> recruit and run. That's a good way of describing it, actually, to be fair. Um, so we were kind of we were left with this business and we had our own kind of business backgrounds. And I think the reason we're at where we are now today 
which is such a weird twist on the network marketing model, I think, compared to everybody we've met since, is because we didn't have anybody really showing us the ropes. Or we didn't have anybody to really say, well, this is the way this is, and this is how you do this. And we knew what we didn't want to do is we didn't want to recruit and run on anybody else. So that... And you certainly haven't done that. That's, I guess, the main topic of today, isn't it? To talk about team, nurturing team, how how you go about doing that, because that is your superpower. Yeah. So given that you didn't have any guidance, and and I'm going to hazard a guess here that perhaps you guys are a little bit glad that maybe you weren't given a box to fit in, because you really didn't, you haven't fit into a box. You've gone and created something a little bit unique. You know, we're not going to talk about the companies that you guys are with, but you you do have a couple of different businesses that work really well together. Um, And I think that's very, very clever. I really admire that you've done that, but you've also created quite an incredible online presence and a system that you teach to other people as well. which is super clever but what skills do you think you know attributed or or what do you think really played a part in you being so successful so quickly because really I mean we've got people that we work with that have been in the industry for over 20 years and they're still struggling to kind of make their way through that that barrier from struggle and hustle to I now consider myself a success what do you think led to you guys being so successful so quickly well I think you know you you've hit it, hit it on the head there. Uh, the fact that we didn't have that mentor, we were able to start by coloring outside the lines. We didn't have any expectations. We didn't have any false hopes. We just stuck our head in this in, into it and got busy. Yeah. And yep. Darren and I are both fortunately the type of personality that if somebody tells us we can't do something, we'll do it. And we will bend over <laughs> backwards to prove them wrong. <laughs> and so we just did that. And. Yep. And it, it and just we, we both have staying power too. So, you know, yeah. every, every business has ups and downs and mm-hmm. we've certainly had our ups and downs, but mm-hmm. we, but we just keep going. Yeah. Right? We don't quit. And both of us had been in business before. Like I kind of, you know, I always get apprehensive every time anybody mentions brick and mortar because I still have the trauma from it. Right. Yeah. I've, I've owned brick and mortar and Darren has worked for himself for years and years. And so we knew business is business. You always have to put in the time. You always have to deal with the challenges. You always have to go through the lows and the highs, right? So we didn't have any false expectations. We knew, you know, this is going to take work. This is going to take time. And if you're going to build it, build it right from the beginning, and then you'll have that solid foundation. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny that you guys talk about not having that leader, therefore um, you got to colour outside the lines. I think it's amazing the perspective and attitude um, difference between various different people in this industry. I'm sure you guys have heard this before. I hear it every day. It is the I'm not doing well excuse because my leader hasn't shown me what to do, because I don't have the support from my upline, because I'm on my own. And I think you guys are just such an amazing example that you Yes, you can take that attitude and that perspective, but there's also another attitude that you can have. And look at what you guys have done with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, that that's one thing that the network marketing industry really does suffer from is that fact that you always get sponsored in by somebody, right? And so there's yeah. always that connection right from the gate. And, you know, you don't typically have that in business. And, um, and I think in some ways, you know, you almost, we're doing ourselves a disservice by having that. Mm. Uh, it does, it creates a certain level of expectation, I yeah. think, in the beginning. Well, people put too much emphasis on that other person when really yeah. it's on them. Yeah. 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 
Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I love that. And this is the direction we're going to go today because I'm, I, I feel like this is such a, a, an important point, both for those who are in the, in the business that are perhaps listening to this right now going, hmm, that's me. I'm, I've been, I've been maybe, pinning my success on, you know, the the work and the support I feel I should be getting from another individual. But likewise, I think there's also a lot of people right now who are thinking, I've got team and the reason it's not doing well is because I'm not a good leader. And so I wanted to really dive in and talk to you guys about that. I partly also want to ask you, I might even just just start by going off a little tangent here. I just want to ask, you said get, you know, get stuck into it. You knew I was going to do this. I told you I'd go off on. <laughs> but you guys said that you get stuck into it, right? And you, you know, you do the work and yeah, you have the ups and the downs and, and you know, the, everyone has that. It's really important when you're listening to people who are as successful as Darren and Mike that even they have ups and downs, the difference between them and someone who hasn't succeeded is that they've pushed through that. But how do you prioritize your time, particularly in the beginning? What did you focus your time on to make sure that you were building a business that was sustainable and grew? We each focused on our own strengths. So we didn't try and like overlap and both do the same things. If I was good at something, I focused on that. If Mike was good at something, he focused on that. So we yeah. were very fortunate in that regard that we had the two of us working together. Yeah. I know not everybody has that, you know, especially with their spouse. But um, that was a big thing for us because it's like you're doing double the work in the same amount of time, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, honestly, I think because we, we were ditched by our sponsor. <laughs> I think right, right from day one, we really understood the importance of looking after people. Yeah. Uh, and and you, you said it earlier, we knew what we didn't want to have done. And we knew think, we, the way we didn't want things to be. Mm. That really did give us clarity. Um, we knew from day one that we had to look after our people. We had to empower people. We had to create kind of a flow for them to step up and progress through. Uh, that, you know, that this is now me putting on my coaching hat, but I love, you know, milestones. And that's one of the best things about network marketing, I think, is it gives you this clear path on the way yeah, to success, yeah. right? And everything we learned, we share. Thousand and percent. we still do. Every every single thing we learned, we yeah. share it. And the community the does now. It's not just us, right? Yeah. I mean, it's tens of thousands of other people who are also sharing. And, yeah. so, you know, you when you have that kind of collective that's stepping up and sharing knowledge and experience, I mean, it's powerful. Let's talk a little about that community because uh, I, f I feel that this is definitely your super strength. And you've built a community that, you know, when you first told me these numbers, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like you guys are running a business with this many people successfully. How on earth are you doing it? And when you told me, I thought our listeners have got to hear this. This is amazing. So, you know, one of the things that, uh, well, first of all, you've built a community, you were saying, of over 140,000 people in a Facebook group. Is that right? Yes, yep. that's correct. At right. last and <laughs> what was that? Last count? <laughs> well, it, grow, it grows every day. So, yeah, that's, that's today's number. <laughs> but. And you, the other thing I find really fascinating when I talk to you about this, you know those numbers. You know what the conversion rate of that is. You know how many of them are active. And you just said something there, Mike, as well, which I think is, you know, so valuable um, and important, which is the milestones. But milestones come with understanding the numbers, right? 100%. And I know a lot of people don't like to do the numbers, but 
how important are numbers to your business and to those that are joining the business as well? Numbers are everything in any business. If you do not know the numbers of your business, you are dead before you even start. It's that simple. We'll get back to the numbers in a minute, but you've got a a, a community of over 140,000 people and, you know, which is, wow, that's incredible. But you also have a downline. Let me get this right. Over 45,000 people. Is that right? Yeah, 45,000. So let's let's just pause on that for a little minute. First of all, congratulations. That's an achievement. Well done. Second of all, how on earth do you successfully manage and lead 45,000 people and continue to grow your business? Tell us a bit about that. Online, yeah, because online. We're, like, we wouldn't be able to do it in person. It's yeah. it's strictly because we work online and we're able to broadcast out. Yeah. yeah, I like, honestly, I have no idea how people become really successful in network marketing without being online. I, yeah. I honestly I have no idea because we rely on technology all day yeah. long. I mean, Zoom, we're on camera webinars. Yeah, we do weekly training sessions that you know everybody can come to. Yeah, and we've had to keep upgrading that software because we outgrow it constantly. Because yeah. you know they can only hold so many people, and we keep outgrowing, and we have to move to a new platform and another new platform. And <laughs> we've had to do that over the last uh, six yeah, or seven times. years, so many <laughs> times. And so. Let's just come back to building such an amazing community. Um, what do you think, first of all, makes a powerful community? Can you give us a few little tips uh, or thoughts around what that looks like? Because it's not just a matter of going, hey, I'm just going to set up a Facebook group and plonk people in there. You did this with thought and process. What did some of that look like? Uh, empowering other people, for sure, as leaders. Yeah. Um, culture. It, it's yeah. all about culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From day one. Um, we really were passionate about the fact that this had to have a culture of mutual respect and integrity. Um, people have to represent, people have to show up and present themselves. I mean, it, it's no small thing that in today's world, two gay men are running a community that spans the entire globe, that people from all different cultures and walks of life are, are freely joining and are happy to be there, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one of the things I'm honestly the most proud yeah, of it and it's day. so diverse it's so right. diverse we have so many different backgrounds in so that. are we demand that everybody receives that kind of same respect that everybody else gets and yeah. we don't take any exceptions to it if you're not comfortable with that you leave the community and it's been like that from day one right it's a safe space for everybody yeah it's a safe yeah. space and that's right at the top of the group <laughs> like <when you laughs> yes and the group itself that you've set up, you are—you uh, don't make it about the business, do you? Meaning that you don't make it about the products or the companies that you're with, which I find is quite unique. But I, I know there's a lot of successful network marketers that operate this way. What you know? What's the group about? And and obviously people can can check you guys out on social media. We'll talk about that at the end. But you know, when you set the group up, how did you? What you know? I guess. What did you make it in order to make it attractive to pe- for people to join? Um, it, well, it talks a lot about leveraging the power of online marketing. We do talk about the products in that group too. Mm. So mm. it's not that they're not mentioned at all. They are. We do talk about it in that group. Yeah. First and foremost, you know, we ask people a simple question. Do you want to work online? Do you want to work for yourself? Yep. Um, if that's not you, then, you know, you're probably not going to join our group. Yeah, um, but that group's also where we celebrate all the successes yeah. of, of 
each other. And that's really and so the people magic. the milestones that we're talking about. People post like you know in every um, direct selling company there's ranks, and so we yeah. put when anyone, everybody, whenever they hit a new rank, they're either their upline or sometimes themselves if their uplines not there. Someone posts and and in there celebrating them, and then we all you know everybody comments congratulations and everything. So it's really one. It's really a big celebration group of success is the main thing. People join that group. People post when they quit their job. People post when they buy a car. All the life changes that that happen because of their business. They join the group because they want to change something, right? Mm. And and we celebrate it when they do. And I tell you, some of the stories, they will rock your world. I mean, we've had people that have adopted children through our community. We have people who have met relatives in our community we yes. have people who have literally um, been finally able to afford to move their family from one country to somewhere else and just narrowly miss death because there is either a revolution or there is a major catastrophe um, where they live yeah. yep. i mean it's it's emotional in that group wow. it's real is what it is it's real and it's raw and it's it's life and yeah. i think that's why people love it Guys, you've, you know, obviously setting up a Facebook group is a really powerful thing to do to grow your business in this industry. But do you have some tips for people on how they can go about, you know, setting up a successful Facebook group? Like what would be a couple of the core maybe considerations or tips you would give to people um, as they, you know, launch a Facebook community? Um, I I would say the first thing, you know, putting all the like the actual uh, details of the semantics of it is to just simply prepare yourself. Uh, if you're going to work online, you have to prepare yourself that you are going to have the most random people saying things about you that you have no control over. Yeah, um, people, people that you've never met, never met, you've never, never talked to, that have just an innate disgust of you for some reason and just they don't like you and mm-hmm. we have this thing that we uh, we've called i don't know if everybody calls it this but we do in the community keyboard courage yeah and i tell oh. you during covid it became a real thing because people were trapped in their houses and they were yeah. frustrated and they didn't uh, they didn't have we a, call them keyboard a, warriors but yeah, yeah. yeah. yes yes yeah. right and people yes. will say things online to you that they would never say to your face mm. in- it's amazing isn't it yeah yeah so you have to prepare yourself for that mm-hmm. um and that I would say like a specific tip related to that is set up moderate. You can set up moderated Ooh, words yes. in your group so that <laughs> oh, if there is yeah. anything that someone says, then it does actually gets flagged right away. Mm-hmm. Set up the rules right away. Yeah. So that people agree to, you know, the, the, the standard rules of the community. So they know what to expect. Yep. Um, and also put people in charge of moderating that group. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 140,000 people, we're not keeping an eye on it. No, because right? you need to sleep. We did it at the beginning, but then there's always the night shift, right? You yeah. need you need people in different time zones and, and yeah. everything. We've got roughly, what, 1,500 people keeping an eye yeah. on our group right now? 1,500? Yeah. yeah, moderate. Yeah. Wow. Okay, well, you're covered. <laughs> it's a very busy group. Yeah. I mean, you can imagine 140,000 people. It's just like it goes so fast. It's like a news feed on its own, mm-hmm. right? So... But again, you know, you start small, right? That's the thing. You know, I don't want anybody here. Oh, 50 no, we that's didn't start. Right? No, and it, you know, start. we're sort of going straight to jumping to the, yeah. the, the, the big scale, which, of course, you know, our, a lot of our listeners will be starting very small. One thing I find really interesting about what you were saying with the group is you were focused a lot on, um, you know, people join this group because they want to change something, meaning we've identified that there's something that they need, there's something that they want, and we're going to meet them in that place. 
I think this is the power of setting up a successful Facebook group. And, you know, the amount of times that we've taught this um, and we've spoken about this and you guys have just nailed it by saying, you know, people join our group because they want to change something and we celebrate that when it happens. In other words, it's not about what we want to sell, what we want to do. It's about how are we meeting people where they're at and giving them a place um, for, for that to be something that they can can have or or um, receive or uh, you know be a part of a community where there's other like-minded individuals just like them and and the fact that you guys have identified that was that a deliberate thing in the very beginning or did you kind of stumble on that? No, it was oh, definitely deliberate yeah. right from the get-go. Um, and as you're saying that too, Sam, that something else comes to mind too that we really I feel like talk about on a daily basis. But it, when you are online. It's so critical that you're not looking at somebody else and comparing yourself to them, which is so so easy to do, right? We, I mean, we our, all of our feeds are inundated with perfect people, or at least what we perceive to be perfect people. Somehow they've got it all figured out. You just you sit there, you think to yourself, "Why am I such a hot mess?" Right? We yeah. all do. <laughs> and so I think Everyone when you work online, it's yeah. even worse, right? Because you spend even more time online. And so, yeah. especially in a community like ours, I mean, we've got some people who are achieving crazy result. We've got people in our group making more money than we are. And yeah. and that's great. I'm proud of them. But for somebody who's brand new into the group, it's really important that they know that, you know, they're not going to start there. They've yeah. got to start at the same ground zero place that that person did and that we did and work yeah. forward, right? We all go through those same steps. And, you know, it's, it's always just about what your journey looks like. It doesn't matter what Darren and Mike are doing or what anybody else is doing. Mm. You've got through your own process. Yeah. Let's talk about content in groups for a moment because um, content that you put into your group needs to differ, of course, to what you put on your business page otherwise or, or you, you know, your, your profile. Otherwise, why would people join it? How did you decide and, and what did your content look like as you were growing that group? Um, well, I mean, the celebration was really... Yeah, because we usually don't do that as much publicly. Most yeah. Some people do, but because we don't talk about the products you know, in, in, on social media, usually, you know, then we don't celebrate all the different milestones because it's not, yeah. you know, you have to be really careful with network marketing, right? You can't go into a public forum and just start talking about how much you're making, because yeah. even though you might actually be making that much money, that can be, be considered, considered as an income plan, right? Yeah. But in a closed community where it's your team and only your people who you've signed up, what you're doing now is you're, you're motivating them, you're inspiring yeah. them, you're showing them what's yeah. possible. You're educating them. It's it's very different, um, and it, it allows you to just kind of talk to people in a different way. And you've got to celebrate every single step in business, not just network marketing, but every business. You have to celebrate each step forward because if you don't, you slow down, right? Yeah. And we celebrate <laughs> even the smallest things, like your first lead, yeah, right? like it's everything, right? Hundred percent. Right. Because that's when people know, oh, my gosh, this works. It's real. I got to leave. You know, like that's the very first mm. thing. Right. But when we first started out in this business, um, a lot of, you know, I talked about culture earlier. I think a lot of the culture in our community is is it's about stories, the stories of the people who we started this all with. And Darren always had this story when he first started doing email marketing. Um, you know what I'm talking about? When you made your first dollar? Oh, right. right. Yeah, yeah. You tell it. And, yeah, and I said, and well, yeah, if you, I made my first dollar. I knew if I made my first dollar, I could do 10. I knew if I did 10, I could do 100. I knew if I did 100, I, did a th I could do 1,000. This is in one day. And I knew 
you know, even though it seemed just unsurmountable, I knew if I did a thousand dollars a day, I could make 10,000 in a day and so on. Right. And that yeah. is truly what's possible yeah. when you have a system that you can scale. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. And I love the fact that you've broken that down to, you know, bite size. Pe- you know, people look at the goal, the end goal of what they want to achieve. We we're talking about this yesterday, actually, within yeah. our accelerator group. We're talking when people look at that end goal, whilst having that end goal is really important, when that's what you're focused on and you haven't broken it down, it becomes overwhelming. But exactly. if you break that down, it, it becomes doable and suddenly, um, you know, you're making progress towards it. So, yeah, yeah that's really cool. And I, just to, coming back to the online stuff, you guys have said that, you know, you built your business online. And I know that that's not for everyone and it doesn't. it's not necessarily the only way to be successful in this industry. But you also created a lot of systems and uh, it wasn't just a matter of, hey, let's haphazardly just market online. Um, What did those systems look like? How have you utilised systems to grow your business? Uh, Well, I mean, a lot of the systems just come straight down to communication, right? So you can engage your teams and keep them all in touch. We do webinars. Uh, Yeah, we do internal and external. We have a lot of Zooms and stuff that are happening on a daily basis in multiple languages and across different time zones. Um, and then of course, you know, we put together some training that we, we allow these guys to share so that they can, you know, um, not only learn how to market online, but also just to understand comp plans and understand how to manage a team and how to inspire people. And how, how do you manage a growing team? Right. Yeah. It's everything. Everything. everything we know is in that <laughs> yeah. training. It's yeah. like just one central place where it's almost yeah. like a mind dump yeah. and, um, advertising on all the different platforms right because every platform is different and we've got pretty much every single social media platform yeah on there so people can pick what kind of resonates with them the most what they're on the most and what they're familiar with and then that's the one they can choose to advertise on yeah and then as we get new people in who have new interests i mean we've got people right now that are putting together tiktok training um how do you advertise on tiktok um, and so as they're going through that process, basically they're learning by doing. And so there, as that happens, then we can build out training. Um, you can think all day long about how you, how advertising on TikTok should look and feel and work, but until you actually get in and do it, you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to be getting results yeah. before, you know, we actually, exactly, exactly. And yeah. I mean, add it to the training. Yeah. Facebook changes like almost every day. I mean, Darren was looking at my phone trying to do something on our page the other day. He's like, your Facebook looks totally different than mine does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it makes it really difficult to train people, as you would know, yeah. because you're, you've got yeah. one view and everyone else has got another view. So, yeah, yeah the fun. What they use too. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've we've got a little saying WTF, which means what the Facebook. It's yeah. <laughs> um, and that goes around our office a lot. Um, so uh, just coming back to um, team, you know, you guys are, are managing a team of over forty five thousand people. Let's talk a little bit about what that looks like. Now, I know a lot of our listeners have, you know, at the very beginning of setting up team, or you know, maybe they've got a few hundred in their team, and they're they're sort of at that point where they're thinking, how do I keep growing this, you know, and be there for people. I also know that, you know, we have often have conversations with people who get team in and then they just leave and they're, they're, they're you know, pinning it on themselves thinking it's me, what am I getting wrong? Can you give us some, you know, tips around how, first of all, you set up successful team and you lead a team successfully? I think it's important that um, 
you don't expect that you're going to do it on a one-on-one basis. Yeah. Like we initially used Skype, believe it or not, and we would add everyone to the Skype chat group, but then we outgrew it because yeah. I think you can only have 500 people. We broke Skype. So it then was we, 5, oh, was it 5,000? Yeah. I don't yeah. remember. It was so long ago because we outgrew it pretty quickly. Well, the 500, 5,000 is not much difference there. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now we have a more prep proprietary chat that we've kind of worked with them to build for us. And so, but again, we have all these different groups in there. Um, that other people start. Yeah. That, and some, yeah, started by other team. Like people can start their own groups for their own team when they, you know, as they become a leader or coach and, and um, people can contact us. Like we reply to everybody that contacts us. Um, I think, it, you know, what it boils down to is you have to be available yeah. and you have to be present. Now, where we use, you have to be, you have to be, you have to stand up and be there for your people. Yep. Yeah. I was saying that was the key to our success basically because yeah. we, yeah. yeah. and, and we technology makes it easy to do that. Right. And I mean, I get it. Everybody uh, would love to talk to um, Darren one-on-one for an hour every day and learn about email marketing and social media marketing and all the rest of it, but it's physically impossible. So if you can do that as, you know, maybe a couple thousand people and you're doing it like webinar style or something, it just makes your training a lot more effective and efficient. Mm-hmm. People still feel that connection to you. Um, you know, I, I think if there's one thing coming out of COVID, everybody's kind of gotten used to using Zoom and all of these platforms to c- communicate through. So, it, you know, the, it's become a little bit more the norm than it was before, you know, whereas before it was kind of like, Oh, I don't know if I'm comfortable with this now. It's kind of like, well, this is my only option. And so (laughs) it's more, more typical, I think. Um, And it just, it allows you to be there for your people and to share knowledge a lot easier. Yeah. And you've just mentioned the one thing I wanted to touch on there because you said this earlier on, um, you gain knowledge, you share it, you gain knowledge, you share it. And you guys, uh, I can tell are very, very open with that knowledge. You're just happy to, to share it with anyone and everybody that yeah. that wants to hear it. Um, yeah. You know, is that something you did right from the very, very beginning or is that something you very learned good. was really powerful yeah. as you went? Uh, yeah. And even more importantly, what we did right from day one was also encourage our people to do the same and to yeah. in- empower them to step up and share it to the whole community, right? I mean, so we've got uh, a massive downline, but within that downline, obviously you've got these cross lines, right? They still share knowledge. They still create yeah. relationships. And even though they're not financially connected to the other person, you know, mm-hmm. that, that is really the secret. That's I the think, culture that we do network marketing. You have to have that culture of mutual respect and just like giving, um, yep. you know, and givers yeah, game. Serving others. <laughs> yeah. Serving others. Yeah. Yeah. Serving, serving leadership. leadership. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I love it. We yeah. say that a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's ingrained into our it, psyche. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it shows through evidence that, that that's what you guys have done, and that's why you're so successful because you serve first. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, coming back to um, like I said, a lot of our listeners are probably hearing this, going, "Yeah, great, they've got thousands and thousands and thousands of people that they're managing." That's all easy to say, but you've been at the start, you've done the beginning part. So, for someone who is sort of at maybe that beginning stage where they're really trying to get their business off the ground. What say three tips would you give our listeners um, to, to, you know, getting a successful team happening, you know, to, to building that community, to starting a successful team, what three, you know, quick tips could you give them just maybe areas of focus or, or avoidance spaces? I think the biggest one we mentioned a few times is to just show up, just show up daily, right? 
for your team, for your people. Because if you don't, then they're going to lose that faith kind of in you. Um, I, you know, Darren always rolls his eyes when I say this kind of stuff. But I really think, um, you know, we all, I take a lot of pride in the fact that we are in a lot of ways a beacon to people. You know, I, I love the network marketing industry because I don't know anything else out there that can change lives on a level like this can yeah. without crazy amounts of investment in time and money, right? I mean, I've got eight years of university behind me that never generated an income like we're earning in network marketing. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful I did it and I learned a lot out of it, but I mean... Neither did your brick and mortar. Neither did my brick and mortar. mortar Yeah. Way more time into that. So I take a lot of pride in the fact that we're a beacon that people are attracted to. Mm -hmm. And we don't waver from who we are. And and this is where I'm going with this. You have to be okay with the fact that not everybody's going to like you. Not everybody's going to want to work with you. And people will leave you. Yeah. And I'm still coming to terms with this. It hurts when people leave you and they don't want to work with you or they don't want to be in the business anymore. And some of these people will have been with you for years. And it's it's hard because it's like the end of a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to prepare yourself for that and just know that you're still okay. You're still the same person. You're doing the right thing and you keep moving forward. Yeah. And on that note, it's consistency. We've always been... Yeah consistent we haven't changed a lot in our business model mm-hmm. we've never changed who we are and our values mm-hmm. and that really is the key we always yeah. jo- joke about it because there's a restaurant here that we really love it's a chain in canada called cactus club some of you listening might know it and they have been always consistent no matter where you go you can go to any different restaurant we have lots here in vancouver and then there's some we've, we've been to them in other parts of the country Always the amazing service, always amazing food and drinks. It's crazy. Like, you know, no matter what. So it's just that consistency. And that was the key to their success. They grew really quickly, became a, you know, multi-million dollar corporation. And I always used to tell my coaching clients, you don't have to be the best. You try not to be the worst. You have to be consistently good. Yeah. Yeah. If you're consistently good, people will come back because they know what to expect, right? And by no means in the world are we the absolute best of the best in the social media marketing realm that's impossible but we are very good at it and we are consistently very good at it and we're learning to stay on top of our game right we got to be consistently stepping up learning educating yourself and enjoying people oh there's another one (laughs) (laughs) if you don't like people (laughs) you're in trouble (laughs) you've got a problem yeah probably this industry isn't for you yeah yeah Um, but they Throw on you because I was absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, look, guys. I just I just want to come back to that because I think you said three really super powerful things, and I don't want to gloss over them. You know, the first thing that you said was show up, and yeah. you know this is so critically important in your business is showing up for your customers and for your team um, on your social media. You've heard me say this a million times, show up. Um, and then, of course, uh, be yourself. You said that, Mike. I think that is just, you know, for me, that that's like kind of a, a fist pump in the air yes moment because it's the one thing I see people doing the least of on social media these days. You mentioned before the so perfect persona that people put forward. Mm-hmm. That's not what people relate to and resonate with. Being yourself and knowing it's okay to be yourself is probably one of, 
you know, the most powerful social media tools, techniques you can possibly deploy. And people will come to me and say, Sam, you know, help me learn how to do social media well. I can't work out why it's not working. And I'll look at their feed and know immediately, you're just not being you. You're trying to be somebody else. You're replicating content from somewhere else. Um, You know, no one's actually able to relate with you because you're not showing up. You're not there. People are buying you. They're not buying the product. And you guys have just succinctly said that so beautifully throughout this interview is that people are actually, you guys are the beacon. They're coming to you. And, you know, you can roll your eyes at that all you want, Darren, but at the end of the day, it's so true. You guys have created something that people want and what they want is you. And so showing up, being yourself, and the last one is consistency and consistently doing those other two things as well. It's just those three things together, I think, kind of make the perfect package of, you know, if you were to to bundle up like a how to be successful in three easy steps, I feel like you've you've just done it right there. So, And if I can just piggyback your point there, I think so many people don't understand that it's important for you to be authentic. It's important for you to throw your true self out there, share your actual story, because that's how people will connect with you, right? All day long. How many times do we hear, oh, I've got nothing to talk about. My life is boring. I'm not special. (laughs) What? It's not true because everybody's life is interesting to someone else. Like people say, well, what do I, I'm just a farmer or whatever. Well, the person in the city thinks thinks that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? You might be, um, uh, a waitress in a small town diner in the Midwest of America, but somebody in Bhutan or Nigeria is going to look at that and be like, wow. wow. Right. Yeah. Cause it's the more you share of yourself, the more, especially on social media, cause you have to remember social media is worldwide. It's global, right? This is why it's so powerful. This is how it has changed our, our world forever because people can now see how other people are living and yeah. they can see what's possible. That's the power of social media. Yeah. And you combine that with, with network marketing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's awesome. And, you know, I, I just I feel like you guys have just got an incredible attitude. Um, I was going to ask you the question, what personal attributes do you think, um, you know, are key for someone to be successful in this industry? But I think just watching you guys, you know, listening to you guys, it's about attitude. It's about how you show up. You know, right from the get-go, you went, well, we don't have a leader. And while, you know, other people would go, oh, I don't have a leader. I can't be successful without a leader. You've gone, we don't have a leader. We can do whatever we want. Let's build a business of our dreams. Let's go for it. And, you know, your attitude the whole way through, um, I can see has been, you know, such a key to your success. Do you think that there are any other personal attributes that you guys have or that you've seen that are really important to being successful in this industry? Yes. Darren has cutting edge sarcasm. Uh, <laughs> people literally tune into all of our masterminds and training sessions just to watch. Yeah. <laughs> SAS. I always yeah. say SAS sells. I've got a. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Sense of humor is pretty important. Sarcasm. The problem with sarcasm, I think um, Canadians and Australians are quite similar. We've got, you know, we're Greg and I are very sarcastic as well. We've we've got a very what we call a dry sense of humor. The problem is we find that depending on the culture, often. Yeah. Um, Yes. Our, our beautiful American friends don't understand the dry sense of humor. And we leave a lot of people kind of going, serious? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, not even oh. a little bit serious right now. It's true. It's true. Um, it, 
we definitely do it more so internally, yeah. uh, like on the masterminds and stuff, because they're used to us now. Yeah. But that's something you definitely have to consider. Yeah. Well, but, we live in a world, too, where everything is like ultra politically correct right now. Oh, and so goodness, if you yeah. say anything that's kind of, yeah. you know, it's a cancel culture, right? So it's yeah. people are afraid to. If, you, if you're putting yourself out on social media, you have to always think before you hit the enter yeah. key. <laughs> yeah, we do has a lot via video. I'm sure you guys do too. But it, yeah. just like you said, I think it's it's that being unashamedly yourself. I just want to encourage people with that too, because um, you know we we actually withheld a lot of our uh, you know when we first started out. We thought we'll just you know we'll be professional, we'll do a training, we'll, and we people really related to the the humor and you know, while some people don't appreciate it, they're not our people. So it's sort of like, well, for us, yeah. it's kind of the telltale. You'll either walk away and go, they, those guys are absolute nut jobs. They're <laughs> just weird. Or I love them. And that, you know, really what we're doing is trying to filter those people out. So it's it's that yeah. understanding that you have an audience and you unashamedly are there to please just that group of people, right? It's like that in every business, isn't it? I think, you know, when I was a business coach, the number one thing that I always had to talk the new business owner off the ledge with was the fact that you cannot be all things to all people. Mm -hmm. You are, you've got to find your niche. Mm -hmm. Who do you resonate with? Who can you help the most? And focus on being an expert there. Because even if you're not an expert in this field and you're just, you know, knowledgeable or, you know, willing to learn, people will respect that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think even the haters to a degree respect yeah. it. But, yeah. you know, you're talking about haters before. I think there's also a reminder to people that when you get a hater online, and I know this comes up for our audience a lot, is, oh, my gosh, I, I'm quitting Facebook. I'm out because someone yeah. said something I don't like. And it's like, guys, why do you think they're saying it? You know, there's something about you that they're drawn to or there's something they're jealous of or there's, you know, there's something that you've challenged within them. It's not about you. It's never yeah. about you. It's about them. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, sometimes you've got to have a bit of a thick skin. It's hard. I get it because I, I struggle with it a lot too. I'm a people pleaser. I want everyone to like me. So, you know, and that's just not possible. <laughs> but not. at the same time, you know, when you're online, you you have to deal with that fact, right? Yeah. My best friend always says uh, a third will love you, a third will hate you, and a third don't care of all the people you meet. <laughs> Yeah, well, this is true, but they're pretty big numbers when, you know, when we've got a negative bias and we're focusing on the, we did a training yesterday and um, we were looking at insights, we were training on Facebook insights and we were looking at, wow, look at all these great numbers at the top, you know, with the reach, the engagement, the interactions, you know, all that sort of stuff. And then of course, where do you think people focus? Two, there, there were thousands of reach, thousands of engagement. Two people hit all my posts. <laughs> Where do people's eyes go? Straight yeah. to the two. It's like, forget yeah. about the 5,000 at the top. Yeah. We've got a negative bias. We're going to focus on the two. What happened? Why did people leave? How do I change it so I can stop that from happening? It's like, forget that. Focus on the 5,000. Same with reviews. Read, read any reviews online. People will get see the one bad one. There can be, you know, same thing, 5,000 good yeah. ones. Yeah. one or two bad ones and they focus on the one yeah. or two and they're like, no, I'm out, you know, and the meanwhile is, yeah. yeah. Well, and, you know, and I'll circle this back. This is why it's so important to look at your numbers, right? Data doesn't lie. And if you, if you can remove the emotional side of somebody saying something negative about you and just say, okay, I got two negative out of 5,000, that's 0.0001%. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So now you're looking at the percentage and you're forgetting about what they even said. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, 
I've got some fun questions for you guys because I know that we, I feel like we could chat for ages um, and there's so many more little, you know, so many little rabbit holes that I've discovered along the way here. I'm like, I really want to ask about that. But, you know, I know that we're on a bit of a time uh, timer here. So let me get to my fun questions. I love to ask these. So very first one, what is your favourite book for us to add to our accelerator book list? Ooh, uh, the Alchemist. Yeah. Oh, that is a good one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. One of mine uh, is The Answer by John Asraf. Ooh. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a really interesting take. It's a little bit of business. It's a little bit of energy. It's a little bit of self-inward reflection. I love the combination he does. Okay. All right. Well, I haven't read that one, so I'm going to check that one out. Um, <laughs> all right. If you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Flying, flying. (laughs) (laughs) The little boy doesn't want to fly. (laughs) You know that is the most common answer we get is flying. Yeah, since COVID, since COVID, that was it. Invisibility. Did you just say? How would you? I feel maybe I don't want to know. How would you use that if you had it? No, I don't. I'm just surprised that's not the answer. I thought. Oh no, I never get that. Actually, I don't think I've had invisibility. I've definitely had reading minds a lot and flying, and I feel like reading minds would be. A horrible thing to have, but a lot of people have said, no, I definitely, I would like that. If I already feel like I can read minds. So Sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've already got that superpower. <laughs> okay, so what's your favourite quote? Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is, it's also Oprah's favourite quote. I don't think she said it, but I know it's her favourite quote, and it's the fastest way to um, get what you want in life is to help others get what they want. Oh, I love that one. Yeah, I yep. love that too. She's yes. I remember she said it in her show one time. And I was just like, yeah, it's so true. Mm. Yep. Yep. Uh, mine is uh, one that I heard first time when I was backpacking when I was a kid. It was simple, but it still holds true. It's um, life is a journey, not a destination. And I mm. say that to myself every day. And in this business, yes. like, you have to. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's a great one too. I, I love both of those, but I, I I feel like the one you just mentioned there too, Darren, is so relevant to this industry as well. And, you know, everything we've talked about today, it kind of summarizes that, which is meet them where they're at, serve first. Yeah. Um, so very last question, I promise, maybe, is uh, if you could go back in time and say one thing to your past self, what would that be? Stay in shape. <laughs> it's easier to stay in shape than to get back in shape that is the truth truth. yeah i think that's not even going back that far yeah (laughs) that was yesterday yeah (laughs) so we're (laughs) feeling a little more mortal yeah um i think i would go back and tell myself that um something like this is all happening for a reason yeah just a bit of perspective because you know when you're going through it at the time it always seems like the world's coming to an end but you look back on things and you're just like wow thank goodness that happened because otherwise we'd be here right yeah 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 that's awesome and so so powerful such a good one um you know it's it's good to remember it like you said even when it gets really tough that look back on the previous tough times that you've had and, you know, the ups and the downs, there's always something that comes out of it that you've learned, that you've gained, that you've grown into. Um, And whilst it's really tough at the time, you know, you're going to come out of it. You'll be all right. 
Um, yep. So, yeah, that's awesome. Look, you guys, it has been such a, a pleasure and an honour to have you here today. And what an incredible business you've built. I just want to really honour you and say, first of all, thank you for being all that you are for so many people. You are literally inspiring people, helping to change lives. And you guys have got such an amazing purpose. So thank you. And thank you for sharing your knowledge with our audience today. We really, really appreciate you. Thank you for having this opportunity. This was fun. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Such a pleasure. And it was really great that we're able to do this. I know you guys have been on holiday. They've got a beautiful tan going on. I'm not at all jealous that you've been off sunbaking on tropical islands, but um, it's been really great that we could do this. And hey, you know, the amazing online world we have that so many complain about, look what it allows us to do. I'm really grateful that we were able to do this. It's, um, it's for me, it's, it's just such a blessing that we can connect with people from the other side of the world and get to know you know, about what they do in their lives and their business. So thank you so much again for giving your precious time to us today. And I can't wait to see what comes next for Darren and Mike. Maybe that's my my last question. That'll be my last question. What comes next for you guys? Oh, gosh. Aside from, a, you know, the... I'll the- give you the cheeky answer. Uh, we're consistent. So the same thing will keep happening. We're going to keep get bigger and bigger, and we're going to keep changing lives because that's yeah. what we do. So next time we talk, they'll have a team of a hundred thousand. They'll have a community yeah. of three hundred and fifty thousand, and yeah, awesome. I love it. I like numbers. <laughs> Those numbers are wrong, he says. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, guys. Really, again, we honor you, and thank you to our listeners as well. It's really awesome to have you guys tuning in again this week. Remember, if you love this episode, share it with somebody. Let's spread the love and help others um, also receive that impact in their world and their business. There might just be one little thing today that someone needed to hear from this episode. So please go ahead, share it. Oh, and of course, if you want to connect with Darren and Mike, you guys can be found on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, I hear, right? All they have to search for is Darren and Mike. Mike. You'll find us. Easy. Darren goes (laughs) first, right? Darren and Mike. Right. Yeah, yeah. So go search for Darren and Mike on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. You'll be able to connect with them there. And, uh, and you know, the, like, again, they've got some great content there. Um, I love to see you guys. I think it's really awesome what you do. So thanks again, everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And bye for now. We'll see you again next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks, Sam. If you love this video and you would love more help to improve your direct selling business on social media, then click on the link to join our Facebook group. I look forward to seeing you in there.